this is the part where I say, well, what did you see? Well, that was a great question. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was a great question. And um, I, <clears throat> I had one of those little small, big moments yesterday that reminded me why I practice awareness. Oh, we're getting the uh, can't speak to the balcony wave. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And one of the things that we practice around here is custody of the eyes. So in that same way that you didn't look at people when you were just talking with them like that, we don't look at one another oh. Oh. even now. So because Goya is very shy, <laughs> and if you look at her, we will just get quieter and quieter and quieter, and then, yeah, so, but we just, you know, like we're in meditation, except you can always look at whoever's sitting here, okay, um, but not one another, okay, so you had a, you had a small big moment, mm-hmm. or a big small moment, right, and, and that was, I, I uh, was working in the kitchen. And so when I go into the kitchen, I take my outdoor shoes off and I put on shoes for the indoors. So you go to the kitchen, and as we do everywhere around here, you take off whatever shoes were for there and you put on the shoes that are for here. And when you go to the kitchen, no outdoor shoes, you put on your indoor kitchen cooking shoes <laughs> and you go in there. Okay, I'm right yeah. with you. Yeah. And I bet I know where this is going. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and right now I'm, I'm uh, wearing shoes that require a little bit of extra effort to take on and take off. They have uh-huh. thighs. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not just simple slip your foot in and off you go. And so I was all <laughs> I was all tied in and uh, went into the kitchen and darn I remembered I had to do something that required me to take my shoes <laughs> my shoes off and put my outdoor shoes on again and go to the outside. And um this is not this is not the first time this has happened. <laughs> and it's usually accompanied with a bang. You know, when are you gonna remember you know, why, when are you gonna get organized enough to remember When are you gonna be perfect? When are you gonna be perfect? When are you gonna have everything together so that once you get the shoes on, they're on, you know, and you can just you know, go to work. And uh, instead of that odious task <laughs> of taking off your shoes and putting another one on. So oh my God. I got it. I got it. And I just, I was taking the shoes off and I went, wait a minute. If she needs to take her shoes off and on a hundred times, it's okay with me. That's right. What else am I going to be doing? What else am I going to be doing? And I'm going to bring as much kindness and care to this whole process as I possibly can. Because here's a human being. And why, why let her be beaten up? Because she put on her shoes and then needed to take them off. This is not, this is not capital offense material. <laughs> and yet, when that stuff starts, it's like that. You idiot! Because right. you didn't just say, 
Darn, darn, I know. Yeah, you know, we all know. That's not what she said. I mean, yeah, she was oh, yeah. yeah, and so there, there, there it is. Uh, just, uh, yeah. yeah. So why? Why right. do that? Why not choose kindness? Why not choose compassion? So it was just, um, it was a, it was one of those moments when the earth just moved. Really, mm-hmm. because it was so sweet. One of those moments when the earth moved, <laughs> it was so sweet. And I just knew that was it. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, an hour later we fell into the same process, but there was um, there was that remembering of, you know, what's important. What's important. Mm-hmm. And you knew it an hour later. And I knew it an hour later, and this is what's really cool, too. <laughs> I knew it an hour later, and an hour later when I was, like, going back into that, why didn't you, and why can't you, I walked over to the um, tea cup. We have a cabinet in the dining room where we keep all our teas, and there's a little um, set, set of cards, Sherry Hubert quotes, and I... <laughs> I walked over there and the one said that said something about when you it, I, I'm sorry I'm going to mess this up but basically I'm not going to remember but basically when you know I, you just feel like it, it, it's hopeless all hope is lost know that you're you're going up against karma mm-hmm. and you're going up against self-hate and you, anyway it was exactly it was written for you it was written for me and it was just like wow and I just felt really supported. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's why one of the reasons I practice awareness. Yes, exactly. So that you can move out of that uh, abuse mm-hmm. that's right there uh, at the ready and into a place of kindness for a human being mm-hmm. who's, who's, who's trying really hard, yep. doing the best you can. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and just that, that whole experience really reaffirmed that the... The more um, I practice, the more it's like you know, ninety-nine percent of the just yeah. The more know, the more we practice, the more it's there for us. The more it's, it's there for us. I just felt yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of support. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Could I ask you to move forward just a little? Oh, One of the things that I didn't say about this building of ours oh, is that it's, it's made out of dirt. Oh, <laughs> it's ran dirt, and so it's very easy to actually. In kind of an appalling sort of a way, go through the wall. Oh, okay. Yeah, just fine. As long as as long as nothing sharp is it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Square. I uh, had an experience of the value of practice this week. I had gotten hooked on um, watching too much news on the internet. And um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think there needs to be a program started at this point, right? NA? Oh, no, that's been taken, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so uh, there's sort of post-election reading all the, you know, the commentary and stuff, and, and then not getting done things that I needed to get done. And uh, and being aware of kind of a low level, not just feeling good about that. And then... The last two days, I've been in situations where I was seeing, I was thinking that people were being sort of negative toward me, and you know, I was getting this kind of uh, feedback, and I thought, and then what I got was, I'm feeling bad about myself, 
I mean, conditioning is telling me I'm feeling a bit very bad. This is, and, I, and, and the authentic me is uncomfortable with how I'm studying this time. So I'm projecting, conditioning is projecting, uh-huh. that that's what people are, are, how people are seeing me. Uh-huh. And so that, they, so, just to catch up. Yeah. So projecting that people were judging you, that, that they didn't feel good about you in right. some way. Right. And that matched perfectly, coincidentally, with what was going on inside. That's right. And so the value of it, I mean, it was one of those moments where the value was that I could stand back and see that. Uh-huh. You know, and then I, I, I got, well, there's, there's this process going on, and I'm pretty sure that's what's going on because normally I don't feel that way. Uh-huh. And normally I don't, I don't read people that way. Mm-hmm. So it felt like a pretty direct uh, connection. And, you know, the beauty of practicing and watching processes um, is that you can stand back and watch processes and not think that's you. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that's, that's really cute, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So instead of uh, looking out and, and seeing the world and, and just assuming that, well, what I'm experiencing is what's happening, right. you're able to step back and watch her doing what she's doing, watching the beliefs that arise, mm-hmm. and from that step-back position, be able to to question, <laughs> well, what if that isn't the absolute truth? And of course, I would project that being stepped back like that, there's access to a larger awareness, and from that larger awareness comes, you know, that's how I'm feeling about me. Right. And so maybe that's why I'm seeing that. Yeah, and as you reflect that, the other piece of that is to see that that's what's going on with me and not feel bad about me. Yes. Yes. No self-hate. No self-hate. Just, oh, okay. That's, because we can say, that's an old pattern, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, most of us were raised in exactly that process. You know, you look out, you you assume that what you're experiencing is true. If you think somebody's negative towards you, they are. Mm-hmm. You know, when in doubt, get your friends to agree uh, <laughs> that that's a really negative person. Uh, but with practice, we question that whole process. Yeah. And and we don't feel bad about the fact that that process is going on. Exactly. Because it is one of those things where, yeah, we've all been conditioned. Mm-hmm. Why take it personally? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and without practice, even if I began to see some of that, I would, then it would have, a, I would be told why I feel terrible about me, that even that's even going on, and yeah. I was got hooked on my computer, or, you yeah. know, and all of it. All of that can be dropped. Yes. That you, that you got hooked on a computer, uh, that you were judgmental yes. toward other people, that you were projecting your stuff on uh, what kind of a, and you don't have to do any of that. No. You just see that process and go, that makes sense. Yeah. Don't need to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Jim. I'll, <clears throat> I'll try and talk loudly. <laughs> um, so for the last three decades, uh, I felt a kind of low-level depression. And uh, <clears throat> I, I didn't quite have, I didn't quite recognize it as depression. And it's, uh, uh, let's see. I kept looking around for why. Why why are you feeling this way? Why am I feeling this way? Why is what's going on? 
So you're feeling a way, and you recognize that you're feeling something, and then what's the cause of it? There must, there must be a reason for you to be feeling that way. Yeah. And um, with awareness practice, um, eventually it dropped it. And no, that's probably not what's going on. There's probably not some external cause. If it weren't, you would have done it by now. <laughs> but more obvious, probably. Um, and so I just started beating with um, the sensations in the body. Uh, one of the things we learn is that the sensations in the body trigger thoughts and beliefs. And um, And that's what was going on. That's literally all that was going on. Um, And I remember that I tend to go through this around when the holidays come up. The weather changes, it's getting cold. The weather changes. When I was younger, I would find a, a reason for it. I would find the reason I'm depressed is, mm-hmm. and I'll just make something up, mm-hmm. so I have something to hold on to. Well, and I don't have to do that. And there usually is something, right? Yeah, it, and, something. yeah. It, and and that's a process I think that is critical to catch on to, uh, because that's going on all the time. Uh, you know, I'm feeling, well, it must be, and here it goes, you know. Oh, well, maybe it's, huh, well, you know, you, well, it's probably because, no, it's not. No, it's not. It, maybe it is, but that kind of just knee-jerk, here, let me find a reason for this, really keeps us from looking at what's actually going on with us, right? So you don't need to, you don't need to get into it. it it's, it's the, um, you know, you ate that, huh, and it's probably just, I don't know, right? And then let's, let's move on, right? So staying with it in that way and, and getting to the point of realizing that, yeah, I, my system feels off. And this is a familiar off. It often happens around this time of year. Yeah, when the time changes and it gets dark and it starts getting cold and people are starting to talk about the holidays. <laughs> For me, it used to be uh, school starting. Mm-hmm. I hated school. I, just, I hated school. Um, and, it, boy, I mean, just when September started coming, it just... And, I mean, I've been out of school for 30 years and still having that reaction in September. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. We don't have to be held hostage by those old beliefs and assumptions because... Usually there's something very different from all of that going on. And when we get in touch with what that is, then we can bring kindness and compassion, understanding to the human being. There doesn't have to be judgment about it or criticism or uh, feeling bad. We go, so for those of you who don't know us well, in 2013 we gave up feeling bad. <laughs> it was really counterproductive, and uh, and so we just stopped. And uh, and uh, we get about that, but it's true. I mean, it's made a tremendous difference because when if you're not wasting all that energy feeling bad, you can be really present to what's going on. 
What else anybody saw? Scott? And, um, and on that, what you were just saying, when we're not spending all that time feeling bad, listening to a voice, judging, criticizing us, we can be present to what's going on. And for me, I love that we get to discover uh, what we are. We get to discover all that we're capable of. Mm-hmm. Um, all the freedom is what I love about mm-hmm. practicing awareness. And um, for me, um, some examples are I didn't realize I was living in a world where essentially a voice in my head was telling me what what I liked and didn't like, or what I could do and not do, what I was good at and what I was bad at. It just seemed like that was true. And so everything in my life got, so you're good at relationships, so you can become a therapist. Well, you're not good at fixing or making anything, so don't even try to pick up that hammer. <laughs> even though I, I was interested, I, I wanted to. Mm-hmm. It was, but you, but you can't, and you're not, you just can't, you're not good at that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or, um, well, you can cook these things, but you really, don't try, don't try to cook those things. Uh-huh. Nothing complex. <laughs> Nothing complex, but you just make the same four meals over, and you can get a little creative on that fourth meal. Oh, hot salsa or <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and um, to, to have uh, a practice that supports you, one, to find out oh, that's a voice telling me what I can do and not do. It doesn't actually have anything to do with reality, like uh-huh. what, what's going on. Mm-hmm. But I needed the support to let go of that just enough to actually, like, for example, follow a recipe and go, oh, I, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Or build a dick. Well, <laughs> and that, that's been such a huge thing. You know, again, well, you're not handy. I think I told this recently where I moved into this house. I was lucky to have a garage. And I really wanted to build a, a cabinet where I could put important things in and put a lock on it. Because I live in a place where sometimes you need to have a lock on things. So I bought all the wood. I bought saw horses. I had a, I had a saw. I was going to do all this work. And uh, when I moved out of that house 10 years later, all that lumber was still right there. Mm-hmm. You know, and just the torture, because I really want to, but I can't even get started, because as soon as I even turn towards it, here comes those voices telling me how I can't, you know, I just don't want to feel that, so I'll I'll do it later. Mm -hmm. And then you can see how a whole lifetime Mm -hmm. would be spent like that under a lie. As you were just pointing to, when I'm given the space to look beyond that self-hating message, behind that sort of control, and actually find out for myself I build it back. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like, the more that, and it's such a metaphor. It's like, well, if that's not true, then what else isn't true? Right. <laughs> you know, you just want to go around and find out what you really are and what you're capable of. Mm-hmm. Outside of that really tiny, I mean, now I see it, very tiny, confining thing that didn't have any basis except for I believed it. Mm-hmm. And awareness helps you see all of that. Yeah. And gives you another option. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's amazing. Yeah, and one of the big pieces for me in that is um, a, enough care and concern about a human being to find yeah. out. You know, to, yeah. to, to finally ask, well, what do you like? Yeah. What are you interested in? Yeah, right. 
Instead of, well, you can do this, but you can't do that. You can't do that. You can do this. Well, you can do this, but not very well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, a, different, a different relationship is what I've been hearing go on. So instead of being in relationship to you can't do this, and why'd you do it that way, and you'll never be, you're, you get to be in relationship with this kindness, a support, an encouragement, a guidance. Mm-hmm. Something we, like I always needed was someone to show me. How, what do you do with this hammer? How do you nail something in? Mm-hmm. And you know, we can develop that relationship internally is what I'm finding. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Now, if anybody you know, wants to jump in, you're invited. You know However, Rebecca. Well, this is, I, you know, I've just sort of seen myself in every single thing that everybody has said. You know, people talk and these examples come up in my, my mind and then somebody else will say, and then, and then it's just amazing how much alike we are. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I just love that. The details, uh, the, the little things mm-hmm. are so small compared to the huge ways that we are all um, pretty much exactly alike. Exactly. Yeah. And, and one of the ways things I saw was we were talking about how um, the, the sensations trigger the thoughts and emotions and all of that. And um, so I, I, I've seen that in two ways recently. One was I just spent some time with a five-month-old baby who just doesn't have those connections, you know? <laughs> and to watch all of us, his parents and me, you know, well, not, actually not so much me, thanks to awareness, but his parents try to make the meeting, like, uh-huh. oh, he must be, ha-ha, huh, huh. or, what's the matter, are you, you know? And so if he would cry, I'm a baby, <laughs> So, you know, he would maybe be fussing or anything on his little playmate, playing that thing, and and I would, you know, and it'd be like, oh, or, you know, you need to say or whatever. And I would pick him up and there would be a burp. You know, and it's just, oh, there. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> you know, and that kind of thing happened so many times that I started, I started kidding with my daughters, like, it's always physiological. It's always physiological. It's never, you know, because we were always oh, sad or so. Anyway, it's just all of that. It's five months old and people are really sad. I know. Oh my God. <laughs> what are you upset about? Nothing. I just got a little bubble. You know, it's like that's it. And to and then to take that. I know. But you know, it's like what we were talking about earlier. We've got to project onto these little creatures. Yeah. So I, I don't know if we were talking about this, but years ago, uh, Psychology Today, I don't know if that's still a magazine, uh, but they had pictures of babies with all these different expressions so that you could know what your baby was experiencing. I mean, I think it was before practice for me, and I thought, that is bizarre. It's scary. It is scary. That... that Somebody is projecting that yeah. and convincing everybody else that that's what that is, and then training parents to project that onto their children. Uh-huh. Oh, I know. I mean, and, yeah, it's very, because, I mean, I can watch it, especially in my, my son-in-law, who is, like, I don't mean to, it's very cute and sweet, but I just kind of had, you know, he doesn't have a lot of practice tools, but it was like, 
um, he would leave the room and, and maybe Leo would start crying so he, and he would go, I'm coming right back. I'm coming right back. And I thought, you know, it's a, that's a that's an interesting projection that because you're crying because I left exactly uh-huh. or I, you know and and just all of those things so anyway that's all a long way of saying it's so helpful to get to see that oh my gosh that's what was done to us mm-hmm. you know we are all well meaning worse Rebecca oh I know what you're gonna say <laughs> that's what we did to them that's what you did to them. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, I'm talking about giving up feeling bad. Exactly. <laughs> really. That now that is true because in the and that's the reason right there to practice awareness because the picture of how life works mm-hmm. we just have to get it big because we just you know in other words we can't we can't take it all personally. No. It's done to us. It's right. It's, it's not personal. Yeah. Because yeah. time in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which again brings us back to that compassion for the person. Yeah. Because those people, I mean, we can all, uh, bless you, we, oh, um, we, can, we can project that they're going to go through agonies, as all young parents do. Um, and and then the, those agonies will last for a lot of years. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's very painful. It is, and you know, and, and that, and actually, I don't know if this is being received or getting even getting in. But here's what I feel like when I, because I practice awareness, I can bring that perspective and just have it when mm-hmm. I'm around my mm-hmm. daughter and her family. You know, it's like I hope I hope it would bring her some kind of comfort or at least at least show what's possible. I don't mm-hmm. know. But in, in any case, I get to, because I'm having that sort of um, perspective, mm-hmm. I get to be in that place mm-hmm. of that larger perspective. If not, you know, it's sort of like you'll do for the love of others what you would not be willing to do for yourself. Mm-hmm. And so it's like I, know, I can project what suffering she may have you know, going on. And so if I'm in a place of not suffering for her, Mm-hmm. I get to be there for me too, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's sort of that um, goes back to love, and no matter what what route we take to get there, that's that's where we, we want to live. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and again, the, uh, uh, they can feel how how much they're aware of it that whatever judgments they have going on about how they are and how they're doing and all that, you don't have that. You're not judging them, and. That has to be a comfort to the uh, degree that they feel that. Yeah, because one more little story like that, okay. So that uh, Leo had just a, one of those inconsolable times of just crying, crying, nothing they could do would help, you know, just nothing. And, um, and finally, um, uh, they finally got him down. And she came downstairs and I said, you survived your first 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 day of, of inconsolable baby and gave her a high five, you know. And then I could tell, and she goes, "Oh yeah, I did." And and, and it was just a, what I thought that was was there's nothing wrong. It happened. High five. You survived it. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, because 
you could I mean I could hear them up there bless their hearts they were just trying you know just desperate yeah just desperate and just to held it in that larger perspective Mm -hmm. it just happens yeah yeah Yeah. thank you Jen Uh, so the you do a daily radio show Mm-hmm. And on the radio show this morning was an example of the thing that brought me to practice and my very favorite, one of my very favorite things about practice, where a woman was talking about um, conflict with her husband. And, you know, just stuff, you know, remodeling the house and it's just places where... It sounded awful, didn't it? They're retiling <laughs> the house, right? So, you know, that's the entire house is torn up. Yeah. Right? It sounded hellish. Something <laughs> 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 because they live in a really beautiful tropical place. So it's just one of those things where you just the image you have, wow, you live in the Barbados. That's amazing, right? And that's the reality of it. Now we're ripping up the tile of our whole life. Right. And somebody's stealing all their options. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Murphy's is looking better and better. So the thing you were talking about really, truly is, I didn't know the specific example when I came to practice, but this process is what brought me to practice. You were talking about, uh, so there I am, I'm I'm having this conflict with my husband, and I feel this way and he feels that way, and it just feels like there's nothing we can do about that, right? And so we're on opposite sides of this problem. And you use that image that you use in one of your books. Uh, what would it be like if, because this is an issue for both of us, right? We have this, we both have this whole problem. And we're blaming one another. We're taking it out on one another. We're both cranky, and who are you going to blame but the other person in the house? It's yours, it's because of you. If you would be different, <laughs> then, and then no, it's because of you. You would be different. And, um, that image of what would it be like if we both came over here, the problems out there, and together, basically, I don't think these are the words you use, but we're on the same team, mm-hmm. looking at this problem. Mm-hmm. And that truly is what brought me to practice in the sense that I was telling my partner that for who knows, whatever set of reasons, I just always had a really strong kind of social justice there. Since a very little person, I mean, I wouldn't have thought of it that way. But, um, and I just had such a huge moment, um, I guess it was in my early 20s, of realizing that all of that um, difficulty, all of the problems, if you will, of the world, I got it that, that some version of that was happening inside of me. Mm. So that place where is it not to talk about if there is to be peace in the nations, there has to be peace in the cities, if there is to be peace in the cities, there has to be peace in the neighborhoods, in the neighborhoods, in the homes, in the homes, and it comes to the heart. And, and so, um, just that place where it feels like I saw that the greatest responsibility I could take for being a contribution in the way that I wanted the world to be was to take responsibility for it for me. Mm-hmm. To be the way you want the world to be, as yeah. they, I'm not sure that's somebody's slogan, but yeah. Um, and I was so I was doing some errands today, and we have this hat that says "Make America Kind Again," which I just love. And 
so many people ask me about it. Mm-hmm. And they'll tell me, because nobody ever asked me when I wear mine. So well, what's funny was, um, one, here's what, I've had the experience also where I wear it and people don't say anything. But this one woman said, oh my gosh, I wear your hat. And it got everyone else going. <laughs> and so I think I project that's a piece of it, is that it takes courage to do that. And that's, that's what I saw was, you know, we're all sort of going around our lives mostly like in my little bubble. Mm-hmm. And then all we know about each other is what we read in the news, and then we hate each other, <laughs> you know, because you're these people and I'm these people, and, mm-hmm. you know, there's that other quote, right, uh, George Carlin, was he the one who said, you know, the answer to war is to shake hands with everyone. you got to go everywhere in the world and meet everybody and shake hands with them, <laughs> and then when they say, we're going to go to work, we can't go to work with them, that's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is the truth, that any time I actually talk to anyone, that humanity is there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's completely there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so just that place where I feel like that, the process of being able to see what goes on for me, for me, engenders so much compassion for everyone around me, and I get it when I see someone being whatever, you know, like stubborn or mean or whatever, I realize, oh, I know that place. Mm-hmm. I know that place for me. That's a suffering place. That's a suffering place. Mm-hmm. And um, it feels like in knowing that place in me, it really helps me not have to act out of that place. Mm-hmm. You know? And the point that a uh, couple of people have made, if you did act out of it, there doesn't have to be self-hate because if you understand yeah. how that happens. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that goes back to the, you know, putting the problem out there and we're all on the same team because I think one of the things, so, you know, I am going to act out of it. That's, it's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. So let's go back to the example of, you know, a husband and a wife over a problem, so I snap. But if I'm watching that process, then I have the ability to go, shoot, you know what, I'm really tired, I'm really hungry. <laughs> Verbal vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I actually feel that way. I realize that, I don't know. And it's, it's really an awareness practice that allows me to have that, to, to see that that's what's going on for me, to see that I have another option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Will anybody else have anything? Just just the one. um, It's a miracle. It's a miracle to have a practice that brings us to presence. And I love that 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 image of it's like a sea turtle coming up in the middle of the ocean with its head in the middle of a. Uh, a ring. A ring. There's a ring out in the middle of the ocean. And the sea turtle just happens to stick up its head in that moment. I mean, the odds are like that. Mm-hmm. And so, to I think that periodically, what keeps what keeps me in practice is doing is the realization that it's a miracle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, that's what the Buddha taught. Right. We we can suffer for as long as we want to suffer. And when we no longer want to suffer, we don't have to. That's a miracle. 
that, they, that not suffering is within our ability. And that there's a practice that teaches it, it shows us how to do it. Yeah. It's just, it's outrageous. Yeah. All right then, well, if that's all there is, then we must away. Mm-hmm. I hope you can, you all found your way here. Mm-hmm. So I hope you can find your way out of here. <laughs> <laughs> if not, come back. <laughs> there, we have places to stay. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> I just live up the street. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty peaceful here. It's pretty peaceful. Pretty nice. Yeah, well, we're very glad that you came mm-hmm. and hope that you will see your way uh, here again. And if not, it was it was lovely having you this time. So, um, and uh, so that we, uh, June, will you actually guide us out of the hall when the time comes? Uh, because the way we'll leave is here. And so uh, June will go out and then you will be next and I'll walk you through it. How about that? Okay, so now what we do is we stand up and we walk on the rocks. And if you have a back gap, you can just leave the back gap. We'll put it away later. And we make a gasho to our cushion. And then we turn and face the room. And then we bow to one another. Thank you. And then, yeah, June. Oh, that's very good, June. Yeah, so she'll, she's the first person in line. So she's going to go up there. We make a quarter turn. And we'll leave this way.